How's it? And welcome to Songs That Changed You. My name is Aiden, and that special greeting to start off the show today, How's It? Uh, it's a, uh, a general greeting used by all races, uh, apparently, all over South Africa. It started out as, How are you? But now it kind of just means hello. So, How's It? And the reason for the special South African greeting today is because apparently we picked up a whole lot of you guys. Last week, Songs That Changed You charted in South Africa on the Apple Podcasts app uh, for some reason. I, I can't quite work out why. So if you are a new listener in South Africa, how's it? Uh, thank you. So good to have you on board. I'd love to hear from you, though. Tell me why or how you discovered the podcast, why it's trending at the moment. Um, you can email through aideng at hotmail.com. But you can always find that in the show notes or leave a review. We'd love to have our first South African review over on the uh, Apple Podcast app or Spotify. Uh, check us a five star. That'd be awesome. Now, my guest today, Pastor Ashley Mofield, is the other half of Mixtape Theology. You might remember a couple of episodes ago, we had Rachel Cash on from Mixtape Theology. Well, this is her co-host now. So if you enjoy today's episode, go back and grab Rachel's episode. She did a great job too. But let's get into it. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. Songs that changed you. We're back with another edition of Songs That Changed You, where I sit down with a guest and discuss a song that has had a significant impact on their life. And my guest today does this on his own accord, uh, quite regularly discussing songs uh, that has impacted his life and things. So I'm excited for today's discussion. One half of Mixtape Theology podcast and a new book that's out now, Pastor Ashley Mofield. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Aiden. It's a blessing to be with you today. Thank you for having me. Now, for those that haven't heard of Mixtape Theology, it's a podcast series and book. Why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Sure. Well, the, the vision has always been a book from the beginning, even before the podcast began. And myself and my co-writer, Rachel Cash, we kind of had this vision. It was her vision. And, and we both um, have a love for 90s Christian music. And she asked me, would I be willing to write a book of devotionals with her based on some of our favorite 90s contemporary Christian music songs? And that's kind of known as the golden era of Christian music. And, yes. and I, I love every decade, but but you've got some of the greats when it was really in its uh, highest peak and people were just very create creative. And so I told her I would love to co-write that book. We both have the same love and passion for the music. And and so our, our goal was to dig into the theology of some of our favorite songs. So we began this venture and then we realized that we needed to find kind of our tribe, our audience, the people that loved what we loved. So that birthed um, social media presence, a podcast, because we knew there had to be other people out there like us. So so the vision of the book came before the podcast, and, and the podcast has definitely confirmed there are a lot of people that love this music that we love. And so we've been podcasting for a couple of years, all the while writing the book 
on the side. And now we're excited that it is done and uh, people can order it and enjoy it. Like choosing between a favorite child, uh, just quickly give me your top three, top three Christian bands of the 90s. Well, when you come to bands, um, I would say uh, for him, they're a little on the softer side, but I'm a huge for him fan. They were actually kind of my entry into um, contemporary Christian music in the early 90s. Jars of Clay. Yes. Their 1995 breakthrough self-titled album. I can listen to it front to back. Love that album. And now, even as I've done this book and the more I've just gotten together with Rachel, they weren't my favorite in the 90s, but now hindsight, um, you can't go wrong with DC Talk. Sure. I think Jars of Clay are one of those artists as well that has held up. Like some of the artists you listen to and you're like, oh, this is this hasn't dated well as far as, you know, the production levels or cringy lyrics sure. and things. But Jars of Clay, I still listen to to this day and I'm like, it's still so good. Like the music, the melodies, it's, it's all quality. Like I just, I love those guys. You got a little bit of that alternative sound of the 90s, but the production quality on the albums are good. The writing is good. And so, yeah, absolutely. Well, um, we're here to discuss uh, a song that has impacted your life, Ashley. So what is the song that you've chosen today? I chose Another Time, Another Place, which is a duet by Sandy Patty, one of the greatest vocalists of Christian music and his Christian music history, really could bring the house down, with Wayne Watson. So So even though our book is is 90s and this is an early 90s song, these two kind of made their name in contemporary Christian music in the 80s. So this song was maybe on the tail end of the peak of their careers, but it's the song that I would say has changed me in a lot of ways. So that's the one I chose. So it came out in 1990, as you said. How old were you at this point when you first heard it and connected with it? I heard the song in 1992, so it had already been out a couple of years, and I wasn't listening to Christian music as a child, so I was 18 years old, and in my student ministry youth group at our church, our youth pastor had kind of made a slideshow video of just great memories through our years in his ministry, and picked some great songs, and this song came on. And it's one of those to where, just to be be honest with you, Aiden, I've grown in the, the meaning of the song has now changed me, but it started with just a nostalgic moment, like the first notes of that song come on and it just brings me back to those memories of great mission trips that I went on as a teenager and sure. times with my friends and growing in the Lord. And so I think something about hearing just the first notes of that song. And it's such a beautiful song. The vocals are good. Yeah, it's aged a little bit, but I know part of this podcast, the listeners are going to get to hear it if they haven't heard this song. It's a gorgeous song. So it kind of takes me back to a special place, like how music has that, that power of nostalgia and reminiscing. 
And so I would say that's the the main reason why it's a song that's changed me. But then as I have dug into it, just the meaning of the song, it's like I'm drawn to the beauty and the nostalgia. And then as you really look at it, there's just great hope in the song that that we all need to be reminded of. Well, this is one that I was hearing for the first time doing my research and things. It's a little bit before my time. And so I'm listening to it and I'm like... I'm sorry I did that to you. (laughs) No, you're fine. I like discovering new music. (laughs) But hearing it straight away, I was like, oh, it's got... And this is more of a a modern sort of reference point. But I was like, oh, it's got big like Gaga and Bradley Cooper, uh, The Shallow vibes i was hearing i was like oh i can hear i don't know if you know that song the shallow from a star is born the the film a couple of years ago so that was my first thoughts i was like oh i can i can hear that and then upon doing research and things like this was a huge song wasn't it like this song topped the charts It, it, it won dove awards and it was massive for them it was. It won Dove Awards. I think it was probably Song of the Year. I've, I've even heard a, a a recent podcast where Wayne Watson was being interviewed by Andy Christman and how they sang the song on Tonight Show in 1990s, back before Jimmy. And you know, this was like the old Johnny Carson. Yeah. And so a Christian song, this song was sang on Tonight Show in 1990. It was that big. So um, that's a big deal. Absolutely. Like, there's not too many bands that can hang their hat on that. And, of course, Another Time, Another Place, the song essentially is about heaven. And so it's not about just those singing about heaven, like, my life is miserable. I I can't wait to get there. I think it's realizing in a fallen world that, yes, we have Jesus now, but, but there is something that awaits for us, that we have a living hope in Christ and just... Man, that reality that the song speaks of, and it just oozes with scripture, like Revelation 21, um, that Jesus is going to create a new heaven and a new earth, and there's no tears and no sorrow. And as a pastor, I deal with a lot of challenging issues in people's lives. And this reminder that, you know what, this is temporary, but God has something. He goes to repair a place for us where all this is going to be over. And so I find myself going back to it quite often, honestly. Now, not daily, but it definitely doesn't set dormant, as you say. Yeah. It's one of those things we all need that constant reminder from time to time. You lose focus and you're like, oh, that's right. Yep. Yep. God is in control. God knows what's going on. Uh, He's got a master plan. But we forget and and we need little things like this song that help us remember and remind us, oh, that's right. Yep. It's all good. Yeah, absolutely. And and even I think about Hebrews 12 to keep our eyes fixed on Christ. It's like, okay, in the here and now, I'm keeping my eyes fixed on Christ and he's going to get me to the end. And then what he has prepared for me in the next life is going to be even beyond what I can even imagine. Well, I think we need to hear the song. For those that uh, don't know it, listen closely. Um, Ashley, what can we leave anyone with? What should they be listening out for? And what do you hope that they can uh, get from this song? There's so many things, but just briefly, I, I pray that as people are hearing this, just the idea, as I keep saying, a living hope, like if someone out there is struggling because life is hard, don't let people tell you any different just because you become a Christian doesn't mean that life gets easier. In fact, sometimes because you're Christian life presents new challenges. Yeah. 
and and because we live in a fallen world where Satan is alive and well, um, our culture is struggling, our world around us seems to be falling apart. And so I guess it's just an encouragement if someone's hearing this and that is you, like, what am I going to do? If you put your trust in Christ, there will be a day when the sadness will be over. So hold on to Jesus to the end and uh, he'll give you everything you need. And what we experience, the challenges, the toils of this world are, are so small in comparison to eternity. I love it. Ashley Mofield, one half of Mixtape Theology, the podcast, the book. You can grab it through Amazon now. Thanks for joining me, mate. Thank you, Aiden. It's been a blast. And this is Sandy Patty and Wayne Watson, Another Time, Another Place. I've always heard there is a land beyond the mortal dreams of man where every tear we left behind but it must be in another time
This episode of Songs That Change You was recorded on the land of the Ghana people. Each episode is produced, edited, and hosted by Aidan Grant. That's me. I'd like to also thank Zach Spencer for additional audio assistance and Pastor David Hall for helping support the show. If you like what you heard, please leave a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Or if you want to get in touch, maybe you have a guest suggestion or any kind of feedback, please email aidang at hotmail.com. Thanks for listening.